ladies and gentlemen, back to the show proudly presents In Memoriam, Sean Connery. The key to a woman's heart is an unexpected gift at an unexpected time. Your milkshake! I drink it up! Get away from her, you bitch! Boy, that escalated quickly. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. And here are your hosts, Danny Widener. I just want to tell you both good luck. We're all counting on you. Jonas Stolpe. Come in with the mail. And Robert Peck. Guys, here we are. Welcome. We're we're doing an episode of Back to the Show, and we're doing it in memoriam of Sean Connery, a true legend. Right? Huh? <laughs> Legend, Legend, uh, James Bond. He was the guy from Entrapment, and also thank you. If you if you start trying to name his movies, like it's not that impressive. Finding was it Finding Forrester, where he goes, "You're the man now, dog." Oh, that's true. Oh wait, also though, I have to say this, uh, and I would suggest this one for the podcast, except it's not even worthwhile, but. Britt and I, for some reason, really like that movie, The Presidio, with him in it. Great movie, by the way. Sean Connery. It's Sean Connery and Mark Harmon. It's a classic. Never but also, it. The Untouchables, though. You can't forget about that. He yeah. kills in The Untouchables. <clears throat> uh, yes, definitely. Sure. The Chicago way. That's the Chicago way, he says. <laughs> I think we have realized now... At least myself and Jonas are unable to do a Sean Connery impersonation. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Wait, Danny can do one though. Danny, you've always Welcome done a great rock. one. <laughs> well, go for it. Ready? Go. Here, Let's hear one. it. Well, wait a minute. I just did. It. I can't redo it. You got to do it again. Yeah, do it again. Oh, it's gonna come out stupid. I might say it weird. Yeah. Now it's <laughs> now it's gonna come out stupid. That's right. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even have a Sean Connery voice. I'll do one right now. Are you ready? Here it comes. Sure. <clears throat> Welcome to the rock. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, no? it's, Jonas. it's Jonas being Sean Connery. Uh, okay, Robert, you do, you do yours right now. <laughs> Hello, Miss Money Party. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> It's hard to do on the spot. Ah, oh my god! Oh my god! I love how you couldn't even make it like three words in before you fucking no. jumped ship on the whole thing. The second I started, it sounded bad in my head, and I couldn't. I couldn't bring myself to finish. <laughs> okay, guys, let, we have to focus. In memorial of Sean Connery, who is a badass, we decided to do. The classic movie, The Rock. Welcome to The Rock. Yeah. Oh my god, oh, I love oh, yeah. it. 
I feel like that was pretty much exactly how my impression. I was just gonna say, was out. that Jonas? Did Jonas <laughs> do your voiceover? <laughs> oh my god, The Rock! Which, by the way, I gotta tell you guys seriously, I was uh, surprised that I hadn't watched this movie more recently. But I when I, we first mentioned it, I thought about it and like, oh shit, like it it lives so large in my head. But I haven't watched that entire movie. In I, yeah, it literally was like, yeah, like maybe like nineteen twenty years, literally since I've watched the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, and it was, it was, it was fun. I mean, like it brought back all these like teenager memories for me of, you know, the music and how powerful it was. Man, it was, it, I was excited to watch it until I started watching it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's a good way to start. That's a good way to start. Danny, okay, so when was the last time you feel like you remember seeing this one? And and what are your memories of it? I remember wanting to like this movie and... As a kid, you wanted to like? Like when it came... Or as a kid. I guess it came out in... What, did it come out in like 96? Hang on, I'm going to look it up right now. Well, like me and you were friends, right? And we were into big action movies, Steven Seagal, Van Damme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 96, back. 96. Yeah, yeah. So it was like we were in high school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think I liked it because I wanted to impress you. Oh, that's really oh, sweet. Wow. Yeah. And because I kind of feel like it wasn't as good as I, I, I liked it back then, but only back then I told you I liked it. I don't know. <laughs> Oh my God! Is that really true? I think so. Yeah. Oh, and wow. Jonas, Jonas was so into it, and so you were. So like, then I started thinking yeah, about it the last four days, and I think our friendship is based on a lie. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a sham. That's true. I mean, at the time, basically, Danny and I's relationship was based on the fact that I loved that movie Money Train, and so then this was <laughs> another Money movie that might, we should not do Money Train. By the way, I don't. No, know. Not at all. <laughs> Is that so Harrelson and Wesley <laughs> yeah. Snipes? Yeah, when they were like a comedy duo there. Right, they're right? after White Men Can't Jump. <laughs> yeah, they're like, right. funny train. That failed miserably, that whole experiment. Oh my God. Unbel- it's hard to believe. Hard to believe. What about the Cowboy Way? Remember that? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. Wait, guys, that's like with our buddy Kiefer Sutherland, I feel like. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my Kiefer God. Kiefer and, and Woody. It's crazy how many fucking like mediocre movies exist in the world. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's insane. When you think I know because like, like a mediocre movie takes like so much time and energy and money to make. And then you're like, fucking the cowboy way. What a bunch of goofballs those guys were. Like you just like dismiss it so quickly. <laughs> okay, yeah, that was like three years of someone's life. Like, <laughs> it's just looked at as a total piece of shit. Yeah, marriages fell apart because of people working on that movie. <laughs> wait, wait, okay, Danny. So, so let me let's just get back to this. So, are you saying that? Oh, okay. okay so, what do you remember about it other than I looked at you with tears in my eyes and embraced you? I remember the green balls, how cool they looked and how scary they were. You know, the uh, what is it called? Mm-hmm. P- PX4, where the fuck is yeah, PX9? It I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't <laughs> VX, VX. Poison gas. I don't know. There you go. It's called, Those are cool. Yeah, it's got an X in it because it's like close to the year 2000. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And then um, I remember Nicolas Cage diving across to catch it as it was about to fall and kill everyone. And, uh, you know, a couple other small shit that didn't matter. So there you go. 
Wow. Hmm. Not much of an impression. Yeah, wow. I told you. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I just, this is, I, I mean, I like this. This is an honest place. It's, we're in a safe space now. I appreciate you. I appreciate you being honest. Uh, by the way, now that I know you don't like it, relationship over, friendship done. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> <laughs> just been looking for an out. <laughs> Robert, whatever movie you like. Whatever movies you like, I like them also, Robert. <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah, that's so funny. Oh, oh, my God. Guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. This is a great episode. <laughs> oh, let's wrap it up. Okay, Robert, it's your turn. What do you, what do you, when do you remember, when was the last time you ever watched the movie and what do you remember about it? Uh, I, I mean, I probably watched it in the, like early 2000 maybe right um but i i remember you know it was mercenaries i remembered sean connery was like long hair bearded super badass prisoner i mean a good bit the stand down shower scene oh my god like, yeah. i cannot make that order make the order um and then like a bunch of just cool gadgets sort of right like oh that's interesting gadgets well i mean just kind of i guess there was maybe it was really only that like motion sensor thing yeah i mean there are literally no other gadgets in the film yeah for some reason that was a memory like gadgets there were like some sort of cool gadgets so i remembered a good bit and i remember it fondly as far as you know liking it when i turned this on i was pretty excited to to watch this actually it was like oh hell yeah the rock that's a legitimately a good one to do this is like one in my memory this is one of the most like epic action movies i remember seeing around the time like i seriously like i remember i was in the theater and i saw the trailer for it and i was super fucking pumped and then i do remember going to the theater to see it and i fucking i really did love it like and yeah your erection was like way up there yeah i mean yeah yeah yeah. absolutely absolutely like yeah like i i remember loving this movie like and and there's a couple of reasons one is and the shower like the shower the yelling stuff i remember that totally robert like oh, i cannot give that order you give that order and then but surprisingly most of what i loved about the movie i remember is the music with the action like that mm. score for me, and I'll, now I'm going to share something. Like around this time, I think, or right around this time, maybe it was at, this might have been what prompted it. I was like really into scores from movies, and this is not cool. I get it, but like, <laughs> I like really cool movie scores were like a thing that I got into, and specifically like Hans Zimmer was like the like Crimson Tide is one of my favorite fucking movies. And the score in that movie is fucking epic. It's pretty much the same score from this movie. Hans Zimmer basically mm. makes the same score over and over. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like, I just remember the combination of music and action for me was, this was one of those first movies where I was like, hell yeah. This segment was brought to you by Big Babies. Baby formula for men. Mama. Mama. Now let's get back to the show. So the movie starts, the first two minutes is basically a music video that is enough for me. I could have stopped watching the movie in the first two minutes and we've been happy. Like the mute, this is the music, it's pumping. Ed Harris 
is smoking a cigar in a mirror. Uh, there's a wall of fire. The whole title sequence is a wall of fire for no reason whatsoever, which is amazing. It's, it's giving uh, you backstory on his reasoning for taking over the rock. Like, <clears throat> right. Yeah, it's, it's all that's like, right. It's all the flashback to him, like in Vietnam yeah. and stuff. The intro to he's like suiting up, right, in his yeah. dress uniform. Yeah, there and you like, go. Yeah, this is that, yeah. I mean, it's epic. It, when it's it totally started, epic. for sure, I was like, "Oh yeah!" <laughs> like I was right. My memory serves. You know, I, my memory did not let me down. This movie is gonna be great. That's the, <laughs> that's exactly how I felt. I was like, "Yeah, this movie is exactly what I remember it being." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome! I cannot wait to watch more of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like rubbing your hand. Oh yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. I was like everything I remember. <laughs> Dude, my kid kept coming in when I watched when I started watching this, and I got mad at him because it was so epic in the beginning. I'm like, just get out. You have no idea what's going on right now. <laughs> it is. It, I will say, like, it is such an epic start. Like the music is like ba da ba 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 da ba, and there's like a wall of fire, and it's like montage, and the soldiers, and they're shoot. I mean, it is, man, it really just opens. It fires on yeah. all cylinders. It really does. And then, and then he's at, is he at his wife's grave, and he says like, "Forgive me for what I'm about to do." Yes, like, oh, it's shit. heavy. It is oh, so shit. heavy. It's heavy, yeah. yeah. And then we roll directly into. The, the heist of the chemical weapons, which also, by the way, unrelenting. Like, this movie is hammering away at you for the first, yeah. like, it just, it continues with the music, like, bum, ba da bum, ba da bum. Every fucking two seconds, someone's getting shot with a thing, they're getting knocked over, guys are jumping, it's raining, there's gas, like, it is, it just keeps, it is attacking you. It's being attacked by a movie, is basically what's happening. Did you like the that scene uh, at the chemical plant or the whatever it was, the storage place? It's hard to like stop long enough to like or dislike it because it's just like coming at you with such intensity that right. I get I I think I well obviously I think I liked it in that the music and the, everything was happening. It does feel at some I do remember feeling a little bit like I was like oh Jesus Christ like. I mean, I can't even, I'm already exhausted. Like, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> Did you guys like it? I like the, I like, I like the opening scene. Uh, uh, I mean, the, the scene at the, the storage unit or the fuck the places. The storage I mean, unit. Uh, like my problem was. <laughs> Public storage. <laughs> I mean, you know, the, dude, that thing was like not guarded well at all. Dude, so they got in unit. so easy. <laughs> dude, they zip lined. Dude, they, someone actually set up a zip line in advance and then they're like, chick, chick, clip and like, at like five miles an hour until they broke through. I mean, God, that that's bugged me. But um, I like the scene when one of his own men gets caught in the room. Oh, yeah. Green yeah. Balls yeah, yeah. Breaks. Absolutely. The guy's like just his, his skin's like popping. Oh, yeah, that was nuts. That was nuts. And they were just yeah. like, "Close it up, get out of here!" And he's he's like, like "I'm sorry," clawing at the glass. And yeah, dude, that was yeah. that was heavy. I think I my note said the rocket spill is heavy. 
<laughs> I wrote that the gas balls are so nineties. Like, yeah, those like those cool the green because I kind of remember them too. But now looking at them back there, you're like, this is like such a nineties thing for some reason. I can't even describe why. It's just like the fact that they're like balls and they're in a long run. Something about it just feels very like, ooh, it's futury for the nineties. Yeah, totally. I can see it happening now. What are you talking about? The gas. Uh, are you talking about a um? Uh, an elegant string. Wait, what's he? He describes it later. Bead, an elegant, an elegant pearl formation. Unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, very unstable. Yeah, I think he might say it's an elegant butt bead formation. <laughs> oh man, uh, if they're so unstable, you would have thought that they couldn't just fall off and roll around like they did. So, I know okay, it, it, that is true. The fact that one of them's just all like blink and just falls off and rolls <laughs> away shit. is. Yeah, not great. But but I agree. That scene is dramatic. Like get out of here, bump, and the music's all. Mur, mur. I, honestly, the whole the whole movie to me is the music. I swear to God, that's all I remember. Oh, the whole thing. Movie. Yeah. Um. Okay. So that all happens, and then uh, he, he I think Hummel calls. Uh, I forget his name. The old guy from the West Wing, who's the FBI, Walmack. And, yeah, and then Walmack says, like, someone's just reopened the rock, which every single line of dialogue in this entire movie is the worst line of dialogue oh, <laughs> so bad. ever. Dude, I written. wrote them down. Do you want me to spoil? Like, I was going to talk about this later, but I can I can tell you some of the lines. Please do, because I wrote some down, too. Go. I want to okay, hear yours. Cool. Prepare to reap the whirlwind. Oh, oh yeah. God. I like that one. Reap the whirlwind, <laughs> gentlemen. Yeah, exactly. Reap the whirlwind, it, Murphy. Reap it. Oh my God! Not young young guns. guns. Is it just young yeah. guns? Yeah, that, <laughs> that, that totally made me think of young guns, and then I so I liked that line. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead, Danny. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, it appears you're in between the rock and a hard case. Oh, What's for, happening? For fuck's what sake! What's that noise? What's happening? <laughs> There's an alarm on my phone. Jesus Christ! We're for, guys, to start we're at eleven forty-seven. We're supposed to start the podcast now. <laughs> Danny, Danny, start, Danny, start recording. Start. (laughs) (laughs) Are we gonna start? Yeah, are we gonna start? Okay, go ahead, Danny. Go ahead. In memoriam. Uh, It appears. Oh, sorry. If he breathes, he breathes with you. If he pisses, he helps. God. And then, like the whole rodent thing, like there's rodents, sir. Flush of, flush of sewers. Rodents located. Rodents. Rodents. Like they talked about the rodents, like <laughs> over, and over and over. Oh again. my god! I did. I did write. I did write down at some point that I was like, every single line of dialogue is like either a joke or like a cliche. Like yeah. there, there's only, yeah. Here are the ones I wrote down. It might be nice to get out while you still got some lead in your pencil. Jesus Christ! And then also. Uh, Oh, also, um, we've spilled the same blood in the same mud. Oh, there. yeah, bro. Uh, it's that's, just it's that's, so... Uh, that's oh, a this, this is my what favorite. About- this is a line of dialogue in the movie. Uh, Mason's angry. He's a killer. He's whatever. I forget the line exactly. <laughs> and he goes, and he's the only shot we've got. Or something yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking so painful. Or, or Nick Cage goes... I love pressure. I eat it for breakfast. Uh-huh. Yeah. God. It's what almost about, like Nick- cut the chit chat. 
a-hole. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, That's what I'm so saying. Bad. Like, It's almost like Nick Cage, like, in his contract said, I have to have final approval of my my dialogue and get to change it at any point. And he went through with a fine tooth comb and changed all of his dialogue to like Nick Cage isms. You know what I mean? <laughs> does that, does that <laughs> include Zeus's butthole? Yes. God. That was all him. I guarantee it. Uh, that Zeus. I did actually look that up. The Zeus's butthole thing is him. God, I, really? Yeah. I, so what happened is I, I was looking on like IMDb trivia, which I, which I tend to always do when we do one of these, right? Cause I'm like, I'll get a couple of nuggets to pull out of there. And one of them for sure is that the Zeus's butthole line, actually Michael Bay did not want to have that line in the movie, <laughs> but Nicolas Cage insisted on it. And so that's why. why it's in there. Like he brought a lot of uh, whatever his own, right. Nicolas Cageisms to the mix. Yeah. And most of the, like that kind of, but definitely Zeus's butthole is, is, is specifically <clears throat> mentioned as being one of those where, where Michael Bay was like, I hate this line. And Nicolas Cage was like, you're keeping it in a hole. Oh then, God. What about paper or plastic? Paper, paper or plastic. You're going to be scooped up in a paper bag or a plastic jar or whatever. <laughs> glass oh, yeah. or plastic. Glass or Robert, plastic. <laughs> Robert, you should, you should be in the movie. But actually, <laughs> but, but to be honest, yes. Also that, that entire <laughs> That entire uh, exchange he came up with on the fly. Because no you heard that, it's like, what? Who wrote that? And how'd that get through the fucking, like, the no, punch-up yeah. process? It's like... Was this Michael Bay's first film? So no, he, he gave oh, no, no, no. So he did Bad Boys before this, which I love, by the way. Oh, um, yeah. He had done Bad Boys. He did this. So this is what I did learn about it. So Michael Bay apparently doesn't love this movie of his own because it was apparently like a a, a much – I mean this is stupid to say. But it was not as silly dialogue-wise of a movie, I guess, when he signed on for it. It was like there was not as much comedy. And uh-huh. Nicolas Cage ended up bringing a lot of that. Wow. Uh, and, but also Fuck. he's not like a huge fan of it in general just because he feels like he was under enormous pressure budgetarily and timeline-wise. And then also apparently like – Right, Nicolas Cage and the dialogue and all that stuff. And I think he was also in a rough spot because, like, Connery agreed to do the movie because of Nicolas Cage. Really? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, but also, Connery stood, by, Connery, like, stood by Michael Bay throughout the process because apparently, like, they were going over budget and they were going over schedule. And Disney was, like, up their asses about, like, you've got to finish it. And Connery apparently like stood up for Michael Bay and was like, this kid's doing a good job. So shut the fuck up. Uh-huh. And they were like, okay, okay, cool. We'll let you do your thing. But anyways, wow. all right, guys. So we've made it a minute and a half into the movie. Um, we get to Nicholas cage. At, we meet Nicholas cage at his job. I'm not impressed with FBI agents based off of Nicholas cage sitting at his desk, <laughs> starting fucking fires with a dart gun. <laughs> Uh, but then know, right? this is the the bomb diffusing scene, right? Yeah. No? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is it. Yeah, I mean, doll, yeah. yeah, the doll and all that stuff. That's a good I liked that scene. I mean, it, you know, it gets right into it. There's the the mercenary setup and then boom, right into this. And it's it's pretty high action. I would say the trainee guy, like it's insane. They're in hazmat suits and in this like chemical sealed room for safety 
opening a crate they know is suspected to be explosives and sarin gas. And he picks up a doll and goes like, <laughs> look at this. He's like playing with it. It's like, bro, you think everything in this crate could potentially be deadly. Yeah, why are you there? Like, why are you in such a good mood? Like, you know, this any part of this could explode. So, what are you playing with? Uh, right. I, I, it was it was yeah. a weird. I mean, obviously, it was just a uh, to serve the the excitement of that scene, right, and create that scene. But because sure. if they just <laughs> boringly opened it and went, "Yep, there's some chemical in this one. Oh, it's diffused. Okay, cool. Let's take lunch. Like that would be boring." <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I do agree that like. I did have a note about how Ish- Isherwood, that's what I wrote down his name is. I don't know if that's right. Isherwood, I did write down is a, is a terrible agent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he is like, this is, this is literally what you've trained for. This is also, by the way, like you went to FBI school or whatever to be a chemical guy. This is like, this should be your wet. This should be literally why you joined the FBI. And he right. is and like, and he game is, face on here. Yeah, he's like, this is it. Like I'm a trainee. I joined the thing. For bombs and the FBI, here's a bomb. I'm in the FBI. We're doing the thing. And yeah, he's like, oh, look, here's a doll. Oh, hello, little dolly. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, uh-huh. What about the the stabbing of their hearts with this giant needle to prevent the sarin gas, which melts skin? I don't understand how the, how how whatever they're putting in their heart is going to stop melting skin, but whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, I could like, and, like the, you know, we can't ask too many questions. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> and like, okay, so you're gonna put this giant needle in your heart? Wouldn't that fucking kill you? Because you're like putting a giant needle in your heart. Yeah, I don't. And also, like, I mean, how hard is it to to get your heart? I don't. You gotta like shank yourself right in the chest with. I mean, a lot of room for like, error, or no yeah. room for error. Lot of chance for error. For error. I mean, I, I don't. It's yeah, like, I mean, oops, I that's my lung. I just, <laughs> I just injected it into my lung. Yeah. <laughs> a huge syringe full of fucking <laughs> atro- like adrenaline, right into my left yeah. lung. Oh, How does that is that good in the lung? <laughs> <laughs> Going back to the Lost Boys of last week, it would be like this. Whoop. <laughs> if he just kills himself, right? Okay, yes. Oh, done. <laughs> he just keeps doing it over and over, missing it. <laughs> he stabs himself to death. <laughs> oh my god! Oh Jesus Christ! I- <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't know where to go from there. It's a, it's a, it's, I, 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 I would say overall though, I do think like it is kind of a funny scene. I kind of like, I like the, I mean, most, especially I, Isherwood is a terrible agent, but like his whole bit about like, look at the size of this. You want me to stab yeah, this funny. into my heart? Are you yeah. fucking nuts? Like yeah, that is, like, I can't yeah. even see. <laughs> yeah. That stuff's funny. Did you guys notice how fast, or or I should say, the only thing Nicolas Cage really did to defuse that bomb was cut the fucking red wire. <laughs> I know that That's is true. all, all, that, all of that. Yeah, all of that work was to like open the thing up and go clip. Yeah. That was it. He, was well, like, he didn't have to. He had to like make his way through all that porn, all Stone Age cave girls in the raw. <laughs> yeah. He should have been, been like show. should have been thumbing through it the whole time. I mean, that would have <laughs> been amazing. Isherwood <laughs> is just like over there in the corner. Being there. 
to the to the porn. But even that line, like even Stone Age Cave Girls in the Raw, it just yeah. feels like, so like yeah. it's terrible and like cliche. It's, that wasn't even the title. Uh, no, it wouldn't even, would even be on the fucking magazine. What the I know hell? it looked like a regular pornographic magazine. It totally. I think I owned that at one point. I think that was just an article that you know on the cover it lists. Are you saying it was a National Geographic and that was like a investigative? <laughs> no. I'm saying invest- it was a, a, you know a thematic <laughs> spread in the. <laughs> Careful, careful. I didn't mean. Okay, anyway, let's move on. <laughs> we can cut. We can cut all this. Why don't we start now, guys? Welcome to. Uh, <laughs> no, <we're> not... <laughs> okay, so Ladies all right, and like... gentlemen. <laughs> okay, so now uh, Hummel takes over Alcatraz. <laughs> Which is, you know, kind of, kind of, it's entertaining stuff. Again, the thing that is amazing, I think about, it, is like the first twenty to thirty minutes of this movie is basically like a montage set to music. It's all just like bump da da bump da da bump da da bump 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 da da bump, and just like quick shots of a million different things. So Alcatraz wow. gets taken over. Same thing. It's all happening fast. Rockets, helicopters. They're putting in the motion detector. They're running the things. Hummel's giving a speech. It's all happening all at once. They've taken it over. It's exciting, but also exhausting to me. <laughs> yeah, it totally is. It's funny. all good. Ed Harris gives his speech, by the way, which I love that speech. And Ed Harris is crushing it. That Hummel speech about like, about like, here and now the lies stop. Like that is definitely a memory for me of how, of how epic this movie is and how amazing it was. And watching it again... Uh, less uh, less epic than I remember, but Ed Harris is is great. He's super great. I wrote down he's a national treasure. Yeah, he's. <laughs> I, 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 think, I just said he's a badass. He's such a bad. I also wrote down that a hundred million dollars seems like a very low amount now. Like there, he's like we're each going to get a hundred million dollars out of this deal. You're all going to get one million dollars. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, low amount. Like that too. I was like, wow. Why yeah, but 96, I mean, there's y'all getting $37,000. You can never come back to your homeland. Yeah. You'll all be paid. $36,000. That would be amazing. For your services rendered, you'll each be paid $17 an hour between now and whenever this thing wraps up. We will cover your dental coverage for an entire year. <laughs> it does. It's so funny, though, that like what is it does feel like such a small amount compared to now when like movies are like the bad guys are going to make like $100 billion. And in this one, we, he should call the government and they should be like, wait, what? A hun- sure. Okay. Yeah, you can have that. That's, Open, that's no big honestly, deal. that's what I was thinking the whole that's time. That's all like, you want? Oh, shit. Guys, he just wants $100 million. Just send Bob, him. write him a check. <laughs> Before he finishes the phone call, they're like, "Yeah, no, that's fine. We've already we've transferred it. It's transferred. <laughs> it's in your transferred. Anything else? Yeah. Is there, do you want? Is there anything else? Because we've already transferred the money. Everyone's got it. We're good He's, here. Okay. We're, we're good. good. Are, we, are, we, are, we, are we good? We're good. Right? We actually give you an extra ten million for the hell of it. <laughs> right. Right. You just send us your uh, IBAN number for your bank account, and we'll just we're ready. We've got it right now. I have it. I have half of it in my wallet. <laughs> uh okay uh stanley and carla we meet them they're on the roof they're having sex in what is the least sexy sex scene in the 
literally in the history of cinema. I don't I even it. know what Nicolas Cage is talking about. I what is he know. even talking about? Peach what? Persuasion, something about Sorbet. Like, I don't what? even understand what happened yeah. when him and Carla are on the roof fucking. Or are they fucking? What is happening yeah. in that scene? The yeah, well, she's like, <laughs> she's like dressed up like a, what? Like a schoolgirl baby doll, something kind of <laughs> weird. She's like I mean, 35. It's, it's really odd. I mean, I'm into it, but like, what is he even, what are they talking about? She, he's, she's like, to be honest, I don't, like, I didn't take notes on that. I don't remember. I took a lot of notes. I took, most of my notes are about that scene. I don't have any other notes. <laughs> Rewind. I, I was just going to, I assume you guys are going to fill up the rest of the podcast because that's all, this is all I've got. You just pause and try to enhance the scene. Enhance, enhance. (laughs) Zoom and enhance. (laughs) (laughs) She tried to tell him that she's pregnant, right? While she's having sex and while he's talking about sorbet. I think, well, no. No, she already told him. Earlier she tells him she's pregnant, but then then they're on the roof having sex, but like he's talking about something about sorbet and peach and i don't know what he's doing and then right and then the then they call him and he goes he goes i gotta get out of here it's the fbi and then he goes and then that's when we meet mason which is when we get to the bit that which is good stuff we're already by the way like 20 minutes into the movie when we meet mason which is crazy i kind of like it though yeah 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 all right good meeting new characters later on sure I mean, he does look awesome. Sean Connery looks yeah. so awesome. And he's yeah, it's a, good, it's a good reveal. It's like all of a sudden he comes in and you're like, oh, whoa, who's this badass? He looks really good. The wig looks good. He looks awesome. Actually, what's funny is I was looking this up and like I think it was like maybe the same year or maybe the year before that he appears in Indiana Jones and he looks so much older. He comes across as so much older in Indiana Jones. And then in this yeah. he's such a badass. Like, it's super cool. What about the the quarter against the glass? Right. Like, he circled it, like, twice. And then, yeah. like, somehow that did enough damage to put his elbow through it. Well, that was that was one of the things I mentioned I remembered. And I remembered yeah. it because it seemed, like... Stupid? Insane. But then when I watched it... Uh, so, he, like slam the chair on the quarter to make it like a little bit sharp edged or something right yeah to give it like a point to give it like something yeah. so yeah. but then all of a sudden it's like a glass cutter and yeah i don't know man that was it was a bit much but it was also it's cool. a stretch it was cool and and, and, like, and then the way he like you know kind of hangs through it and sees what's his name again the, the fbi guy wagon uh walmack Womack. Womack. Uh, yeah, see? Good God damn it, Womack. Money, Penny. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we can never review a Bond film because of you. <laughs> I don't know. So Robert's impression, it, 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 only, it can only work if he's saying the word money, Penny. If there's any other words, it's no good. <laughs> So they get to the they get to Alcatraz and he's like money penny money penny money penny money penny. <laughs> Welcome to <It's>, money penny. <laughs> it's like Smurfs. Let's go money penny money penny over money penny. <laughs> anyway, so. oh my god, I love that so much. Ay, ay, ay. 
It is cool. I, I do like. I think. I mean, the I think we should probably say like the whole movie, in hindsight now, is like it's so ridiculous. But I guess it's it's fine. Be, I mean, it's trying to be. It's not trying to be serious, right? It's so over the top. The whole thing. But the introduction of Sean Connery, I think, is pretty good. And then we get to the hotel, and we meet the stylist, which, Jesus, I, that was... Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Wow. That is aged very badly. Big time, dude. That was rough. <laughs> really bad. So rough to watch. I was, I like, was cringing. cringing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, and Until was that... that line, then I was like, oh, that was awesome. That was funny. And what I was actually on that. <laughs> So do you like my? Do you like your hair? Is that the bit you're talking about? Do you like your haircut? Yeah, I thought that was funny. <laughs> oh God! Made up, up for everything. <laughs> it's terrible. I'm starting to remember now why we're no longer friends. <laughs> it started. It started 20 minutes ago when I learned you didn't like the rock. Did it help if I told you I like the rock again? Oh yeah, we're buddies. Cool. You want to go? Uh, and then we get into the Humvee chase. Which well, wait, is- what about the hotel, the whole uh, throwing Womack off the roof? That stuff was cool. I liked all that. That was pretty cool. Yeah. I will say the FBI agents were so easily distracted by some room yeah. service. <laughs> that is true. That's like true. they instantly went, oh, dude, free food. And then they're just like in there fucking hooting and hollering, eating food. Oh, yeah. They're like, holy <laughs> shit, pancakes. Hey, yeah. <laughs> they seems terrible. like maybe one of them would have been like, okay, you guys eat. I'll keep an eye. And then, you know, come relieve me and I'll get to eat. <laughs> I know, right? But oh, by the way, we also, get, we also get another, we also get another great Nicolas Cage line. He's a chemical super freak, guys. Oh yes, it, it's hilarious. Right, you're. What does he say? Uh, you're the the chemical freak. He's like, no. Yeah. Oh, chemical super freak. Oh my god, it's painful. It's really yeah. the dialogue is really. I will say that that is something that is like I do not remember how fucking horrendous almost every single line of dialogue is in this. It's almost all cringeworthy. Every time someone opens your mouth, you're like, oh my god. <laughs> like human <laughs> beings don't talk the way anybody talks in this movie. <clears throat> Especially when like you're in car chases and you're shooting guns and and about to die, like you're not making jokes like every single character does. That's right. all they do. It's all either everyone is either in full joke mode or the most serious person you've ever met in your entire life. <laughs> exactly. uh, okay, then the so, Humvee chase happens. Yeah, that that's a that's a pretty great. Car oh my chase. god, I love it. It was great. It was everything yeah. I remember. Everything yeah. I remember. It was amazing. I was so on board with it. Just the, yeah. Again, music, crashing, smashing, everything's exploding. I actually yeah. wrote down that this is like Michael Bay, like coming into his. But here's the thing: I still, I hate, I really dislike most Michael Bay movies after Armageddon. Probably Armageddon, I can still like. That's but fair. All those Transformers movies, I find like completely unwatchable. Like, I really think he's not a particularly good filmmaker, but. I think that guy directs action better than almost anybody. And this oh, rock so. car chase sequence was like, I was like, yes, this is it. Like, this is him like doing his fucking thing. Like, awesome. I was into it. Super into yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, there was a, a cable car involved. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I wrote down everything that he hit. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, let's God, hear he, it. He, he, <laughs> yeah. Go. Go, Danny. They hit an Alhambra bottle truck. Yeah. And uh, let's see, they destroyed a meter made cart. 
boxes of produce, light mm-hmm. poles, multiple, uh, a giant trolley, 15 parking meters, <laughs> and glass windows they drove through. Oh, yeah, the parking meters all, like, hit the car when he's going, like, I feel like they're, like, smashing onto the windshield. He does hit, like, everything, right? Yeah, everything, everything. I, I, I like- think they drove through. San Francisco and sit in like a day before and said, what can we fucking destroy? Like, Oh, there's a parking meter. Let's destroy that. Hey, look at trolley. That'd be awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. They tried to pin everything they could. I like the, the way that ends too, where the, the guy on the motorcycle is like, dude, you thrashed your car or whatever. And he's like, it's not mine. And then like More pushes jokes. him to the ground and takes his bike. That was, Oh yeah. Um, I love that. That was a, that. a nice little cherry on top. <laughs> it was funny. And then he calls Isherwood who's already quit his job because he's a fucking total piece of shit. <laughs> one, by the way, one day on the job as a trainee and Isherwood has already found a different job somewhere else. <laughs> I, I didn't pick up on the fact that he was at a different job. Well, here's the thing. For me, the movie is mainly Isherwood's movie, so I'm paying most (laughs) attention to what's going on with him. (laughs) What happens is is Nicolas Cage calls him on the dirt bike, and he's like, Marvin, I think his name's Marvin, I need you to bring me up some information. And Marvin, in true fucking typical Marvin bullshit fashion, is like, hey, I'm not going to focus on what you need right now. I'm going to tell you a story about how I found a new job somewhere else after I shit the bed with that baby thing earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, whatever. I obviously have a lot of, I'm pretty hung up about the issue with thing. <laughs> yeah, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, guys. So then we meet another terrible cartoon black person in the trolley driver. I think oh. he's an actual trolley driver. I feel like I remember hearing that. Uh, I'll admit I didn't look into it now, but um, <laughs> I think I think that he's an actual cable car driver in San Francisco, and he's like the old, the longest serving, still active driver, and so they they offered him up the role. Dude, he had so many lines for a trolley driver. <laughs> yeah, but he, I mean, he wasn't. It wasn't like he was really delivering them in any particularly great fashion, right? He was like, right, oh, no, damn, mean, damn. Damn, that's, that's my honeypot. Oh, damn. Oh, yeah. my God. It is that bad. It's that terrible. Yeah. Basically, yeah. anytime a black person shows up on camera, they say motherfucker like three times in a row, and they're directed to act like a cartoon character. It's awful. It's really fucking yeah. terrible. Is that, I mean, is that a theme with Michael Bay? He's He gets in a lot of trouble for... His uh, Martin Lawrence minority character. Martin Lawrence is like that in Bad Boys. He's exactly like that. Well, yeah, I mean, fair. Those two are the main characters. Damn, Mike! That's what he does the whole time. Oh my god, we you need to do more Martin Lawrence impressions. <laughs> Your <laughs> Martin Lawrence impression is just like Robert's Sean Connery. <laughs> 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 no, wait, oh my god, guys! Here's what I want. I want. I want the next trailer spoof. To be a movie starring Sean Connery and Martin Lawrence, and you guys are gonna do all the dialogue. Oh Lord! Holy shit! That's gonna be uh, hard to kill three. I feel like that's <laughs> okay, guys. What big, happens? Big Mama's now? Rock. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> what happens now? An hour into the movie, is they finally get to Alcatraz. They arrive at the rock. 
Mm-hmm. Unless is there anything? I mean, there's some other stuff in between with the daughter, but like I don't know. I mean, it seems like a lot. Yeah, and the, the girlfriend. Oh, Carla. Goodspeed's girlfriend showing up and and yeah. demanding to be like debriefed, but I mean that was a little annoying to me because she is with this FBI agent who deals with like terrorist chemical weapons cases, right? That are surely almost always confidential and she's probably aware of the the confidential nature of his job right and so when he's like i can't tell you she's like runs out of the car like bursts into fbi headquarters or their their headquarters temporary headquarters whatever like demands to be informed i feel like they would have been like get her out of here get this civilian out of here not like Okay, fine. We'll let her know. Oh, uh, just let her in for God's sake and tell God her. God damn it. Yeah. But I, I mean, mean, whatever. Yeah. It's not not a big deal, but it was a little bit like, what? Because she bursts, she runs away from the agent, right? Out of the car. And then it cuts mm-hmm. to her like in the headquarters, like crying, yeah. just being told everything. Like at the command center where everything's set up. Yeah. And people are making big decisions. And right. She's and she's right just there. there. Like, like. Uh, a fly on the wall hearing everything and then has been told everything. It's like, that is highly questionable for the, the success of this mission. Also, I feel like before that too, when like Nicholas Cage is like, Hey Carla, don't come to San Francisco. And she's like, what? Fuck that. I'm coming. Yeah, to San Francisco. Right. Like, you're taking a cross country flight purely out of an argument with your boyfriend. Like maybe listen to whether or not he's got something to say before you commit yourself to a half day flying and I don't know hundreds and hundreds of dollars. She's like, "Fuck it, I'm coming." He might but be also. Like, she knows he's a fucking chemical FBI weapons agent. specialist. I know. So she, he says, "Don't come," and she goes, "Fuck you, I'm coming." And he says, "No, seriously, don't." She goes, "Oh shit, what's up? I can't tell you, but do not come." Okay, shit. Thanks for fucking getting me out of that jam. <laughs> 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 you know, like God. Oh, I would have loved that. She's just like, "Cool, thanks for getting rid of that jam. I'll stay here. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for looking out. Good heads up. Yeah, good heads up." And then she stays for the next half day in San Francisco, when she could have gone anywhere. You know, in the next last like ten hours, driven anywhere outside of the place that he's he's about to bomb. Oh my God, right. that's true. Although, although at that I point. At that point, though, now she knows that he's in danger, and so she's trying to just because now they're just letting her in the mission. Basically, she just gets to hang out in mission control now, and so now she just you know wants to make sure everything goes well. I guess I don't know. I feel like I mean, Danny's I can, right. No, I feel like Danny's right though. Like if she like cared about the life of her unborn child, uh, she would have been like, "I'm gonna drive to fucking L.A. I'm gonna rent a car yeah. just to be safe." And drive yeah. to fucking Tucson. But instead, she's like, cool, I guess I'll just hunker down and cross my fingers. Well, bro, I mean, she could just, like, drive to San Jose. Like... Yeah, exactly. The, the VX gas isn't going to annihilate the whole Bay Area. It's just, like, the city is what they're saying is threatened, right? Well, yeah, I think we all know that if one teaspoon of this shit hits the floor... <laughs> Then I forget. But then no, one something, but it, atmosphere, oh, it'll kill fuck. every living thing within a eight block radius. Yeah. Or something like 80 that. 80 people. 80. Oh, 80? 
80,000. Wasn't it something like that? <laughs> it is something like that. It it's is like 60 like to 80. Oh, 60 to 80. What are we talking about here? Yeah, that guy's like, oh, that's cool. No big whoop. Yeah. Thousand. <clears throat> One teaspoon of this shit hits the. F- I can't even. It's- <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. All right, anyways, guys. So, Issue Wood is looking for a new job. Oh, sorry. No, that's- <laughs> <laughs> they arrive. <laughs> they get to Alcatraz, uh, and then when we then we hear, of course, Sean Connery say, "Welcome to the Rock," which is what this oh, yeah. entire, basically, the whole script was written around that one line. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the Rock. Oh my God! And the music, Dude. the music, Fuck. the music yes. cuts them off. Oh my God. I am on board. I am yeah. on board with that. I love it. So nice. It's Absolutely. so nice. So he says, welcome to the rock. The music hits. He fucking rolls through the fire. Uh, <laughs> which, which, what, yeah, what, what is fuck? that? <laughs> it's like, it's like a quarter piece of a gear so that there is space <laughs> to roll through. Right. So it's going to only come every, you know, 20 seconds or whatever. And then just bursts of flames. But what purpose does that serve? All the flames? <laughs> because, because if there's a gear at all, wouldn't it just be an entire gear and there would like never be a the space there? I, it's like moving a giant ship across the ocean. I don't understand. Yeah, there's like, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm with you guys. Also, by the way, if you think about the way he makes his way through it, it's it's not only one burst of fire, it's like several bursts of fire in a row it, that like, all have space in between the bursts of fire. Yeah. That then it's like a Mario a- game. Yeah, it totally. <laughs> right, it totally right? is. And like, what I is mean, that? What is the cistern still like doing? What's it operating? What's it? What's its function? Exactly. Why is that? A Everything's thing? closed. Why is that still on? <laughs> yeah. That. Yeah. Exactly. Everything's closed. <laughs> That's yeah, so funny. Yeah, it's crazy. What the fuck is that? And also, that thing's been what doing its thing for thirty years, just going like, foo, ah, yeah. They don't build years. things like they used to. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Good old American ingenuity, <laughs> just blasting fucking bits of fire. Oh, and then I wrote. I also wrote this. One of the guy. Then one of the guys says this. He goes. And I wrote this down specifically because I wanted to check the grammar on it three times. He goes, where do you dig up this guy? Is that a sentence? Like, Did he really say that? He says, where, where, he says, where do you dig up this guy? Where did you dig up this guy? Where, where did you dig up this guy? As opposed to like, as opposed to like, where did you, where did you like dig this guy up? Feels like that's how you would say it. Maybe where'd he meant you, like, uh, where, like where like where where'd you dig up this guy? Like where'd you find this guy? Where'd you dig up this guy? Yeah, I mean whatever. Where'd yeah, he's he's this a fucking... guy is right. I don't know. I don't like it. I don't <laughs> like it <bro. laughs> and now back to grammatical critique with Jonas Sculpey. <laughs> <laughs> that bothered you so much you should look it up. <laughs> no, it really did. It really did bother me though. I wrote it down. I wrote it down. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I, just, I don't love the idea of like the word. I don't know. The words all seem like they're in the wrong order. I don't know. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Look, it doesn't matter. Where, from where was this guy 
dug up? I just feel like it been, I know. I think it would have been where you dig this guy up from. No. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Movie, you know what? Hang on. I, it hang on. No, no, no. I, and then what he says right after that, I wrote it down. He says, "Fuck Robert and Danny." That's right. That's, <laughs> that's dramatically correct. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh my god. Okay, uh, okay. Okay. Then we get to the best scene of the entire movie, which is the shower. Yeah. Room scene. Single. This whole thing is perfect. God it's damn. Perfect. Nothing oh, wrong with this scene. This scene. Yeah, every the music, man, the audio of this scene is just breathtaking. Like the way and they actually do it, he did it a lot in this movie, like where the audio sorta cuts out or gets really muffled, where and the music pounds, you know, and yeah. you kinda hear muffled sort of gunshot sort of in the distance, but the music is the dominant force and it's like slow-mo. You see people's lips moving like they're yelling or something, but you can't really hear them. And it's, I mean, it's great. It was so good. <laughs> and like the, the light, the like light flash from the yeah. gun, just lighting yeah, everything the up. And the, oh my God, it's great. I mean, and just like, and how tense it was, right? And the whole, he knocks the brick and then it just fucking sets it off. Yeah, and this is uh, where this is where oof. you really see Ed Harris being human, and like he doesn't want anyone to really die. Oh he yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah, he's like laying down, covering his head, and he's like, you know, hold your fire, hold your fire. He doesn't want anyone to die. Right. And then he feels bad when when that that young kid dies. You know, so that is that is a that is something that I had forgotten about the movie, which is actually it's a good point you make, Danny. Like he's he's a little he's a little more sympathetic as a character. I think that's yeah, totally. interesting. This idea of him putting some. You put something in motion, hoping that it'll accomplish something, and then you don't realize what you put in motion, and then it gets away from you. Like I think that's, I think that's cool. I, if it were a, like a more subtle movie, there's probably more to be done with that. But I think they do a pretty good job with what's there. Yeah. So this is now I have. So I have a note here. I wrote. I wrote. I realize now that there's still half the movie to go. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I wrote. Feels like a whole movie's worth of stuff has already happened. This is exhausting. So I, I will admit after the scene in the shower, I, and I think there's some other stuff after this, to be honest. It's like they throw the bombs in the, in the tunnels, all this stuff. And I did feel it's up after this shower sequence, I did start to feel like all of these action sequences. And there's like several of these little episodic bits. I was like, they're all kind of the same scenes over and over again, where like the music hits and machine guns are fired and like stuff happens. I think yeah. they ran out of material because like all of a sudden they were like in the catacombs of, of Alcatraz in a, in a mining cart. Dude, in an active mine like, shaft. Like what? Yeah, it's weird. Of, like Indiana Jones scenes. Yeah. And he was holding on barely. And I don't know. And then like all of a sudden we learned that like Mason's like a British operative, mm-hmm. James Bond essentially. And it, they start dispatching all of these Navy SEALs like an old man would not, there's no way. I mean, he, he looks slow and uncoordinated. And, 
I mean, he's like, ah, I was, I was having a hard time with it. Not only that, but dude, Nicholas Cage needs to shut the fuck up. All that guy oh, does is yell God. through the entire movie. <laughs> like, use your inside voice, bro. Right? <laughs> they're, like, they're in these tunnels that echo, right? He's like, Mason, 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 Mason. It's like, fuck. It's, it's like now when we get into like all this like. We get into all this stuff with like the Mason and him. Oh, this is the bit where we get like winners go home and fuck the prom queen. By the way, that's a, still a great line. And Connery <laughs> delivers it with beauty. But like, I, I agree with you guys. Like, it just becomes like, I agree, Danny. They ran out of plot. So what you end up with is you end up with like, they're in the morgue doing the gunfight. And then they're in the fucking train mm-hmm. cars doing the gunfight. And then they're in the. Yeah. Then they're like somewhere else and they're doing the gun. Now they're like under the tunnels and the it's all just like the same beats kind of over and over again. And, yeah, and, Kay, and the whole time, Cage is just complaining about everything. I know. He That's all he does. Complain, out. complain, complain. I think, you know? um, yes, it's repetitive, but I mean, they're still pretty fun scenes, right? Like if you're just looking at the scene, like it's pretty fun action. And, uh, but I totally agree. It's like all of a sudden, Okay, cut to the next rocket and now do that same scene again in this set. Yeah. Now cut to the yes. next rocket and do that. And Yeah, I, I agree with you, Robert. I think they are fun scenes. There's nothing inherently wrong with them as sequences, like in and of themselves. And I think they're shot pretty well. And like, it's there's good enough stuff. It's just, they just like stack up. And because they all basically play out the same way, which is that the music that I love, eventually just starts hammering away and it's more and it's it's just like and then like machine gun machine gun it's like after a little bit i did i definitely this is one of the few movies i have to admit where i felt like damn this is a long fucking movie this segment was brought to you by turbo's war toys if the cops can't tell the difference you're already dead now back to the show Yeah, what I think it was was it shortly after the shower scene where then they get captured and put in the cells where the guy like I'd take pleasure in gutting you, boy. I'd take pleasure in gutting you, boy. I'd take pleasure <laughs> yeah. in gutting you, boy. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's the, that's the uh, Zeus's butthole. Yeah, too. that is right. <laughs> but that that's like the last note I actually have, and I think that was like right after the shower massacre. Well, not right after, right? Because there was some tunnel shit. But anyway, it was like. That that scene happened and it was like, oh shit, that's right. Okay, now they get captured, now they gotta get out, and now they're gonna continue like and then Mason wants to leave, but then he convinces him, no, we gotta stick it out. And like, oh, there's a lot left here, man. Jesus. <laughs> it's so funny you say that, Robert, because I have notes about Zeus's butthole, and then I literally have two other notes, and and I don't have any other notes after. Yeah. Because like, like the movie. Was- the movie like wore me out. I, I, gen- <laughs> yeah. I genuinely at some point was like, all right. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't do anymore. I could not do anymore. Yeah. I got plenty of notes. Oh boy. One of, one of my notes, by the way, is what is Isherwood up to right now? <laughs> just wrote, you just write that over and over and over. Yeah. What's he doing? What is that guy doing right now? 
<laughs> no. <laughs> All right, Danny, go ahead. Let's have your notes. Let's have them. Uh, well, one of them was, I feel like they needed to guard the Rockets with more than zero men. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and they just open the door and go, well, shit, there's a rocket. Let's disarm it. You know what I mean? More than zero men. I love that. I also like... Um, how they let the football game continue on knowing full well there were like terrorists 30 feet away. Like that game was still going on. There are people in the stands. They oh, never yeah. evacuated it. Ever. No, no, well, they can't tell anybody. There'll be anarchy. We'll have anarchy, Danny. They wow. Just wow. Anarchy in the streets. But they're not they're not willing to pony up $30 million, but they're <laughs> <laughs> no, right. <laughs> that game probably costs more than fuck. Just shut it, just give them the money. It's a very little amount of money. Also, were they were they going to blow up Oakland or San Francisco? Well, they said Oakland, but that missile went to Candlestick Park, right? It did. It totally yeah. did. I was like, yeah, wait a I minute, noticed what? that. I was like, wait, what? And I rewound it. I was like, yeah, that's not the Coliseum. <laughs> I was like, well, they had some, you know, probably approval to get some shots, some some aerial shots over yeah. Candlestick, and not right over the Coliseum, which is right near the Oakland Airport, basically. Yeah, I think you guys are giving this movie more credit than it deserves in terms of the details. <laughs> <laughs> My last note is this. Apparently bombs aren't as dangerous as I thought because Cage survives like 10 of them. Oh, yeah. If I'm ever around a bomb that it detonates, I'm actually going to be excited to see how far it sends me into the air. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good point. <laughs> I'm also going to need to have a towel handy on account of the water that I'll be floating in. That's what I mean. <laughs> I did, actually, one of my notes is like, I'm unclear exactly what interaction Nicolas Cage had with that, with that, with that fucking rocket that came out of the plane. Like they, they like, they like bombed the Island and then oh. he flies through the air to Danny's point in front of the fire, but like not <laughs> in the fire and then into the water. I don't And also that. what they dropped, that wasn't just like, a bomb. It was like meant to fully incinerate, right? Like that was thermite know, plasma. Thermite plasma. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, although did they not drop the whole payload? Only one guy acted like hit it, and then everyone else aborted. Or yeah, was that that was no? But just- what happens is what happens is the president from Armageddon. By the way, same president, shared universe. Uh, nice. President from Armageddon tells them like to drop the bombs, but then right. I guess they like see the flare and they say abort, and then I think all the planes like pull up or some shit, but only yeah. one of them has like dropped. Right? Had you, know what? Who the, you know what? Who the fuck cares? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what happened. Why am I even? Des- why am I even describing Dude, this? Wait, but hold on. That that scene, I thought was epic. And it was wonderful. When oh, when he's he, like coming out with the flares. Yeah, and he stabs oh, himself in the heart, and he's staggering and stumbling. No, he didn't. He stabbed himself in the stomach. He yeah, that was actually something I noticed too. I was like, dude, that guy's got a huge fucking heart. <laughs> <laughs> That's like fucking below his sternum. That's like just a like that's diaphragm, baby. Dude, he's like he's like near his leg. It's so <laughs> That'll do. You're like stab yourself in the heart. He's like, it's too late. I already did the stomach. I already did it in the stomach. Is there something else I can do? Is there a second one? Because I just did the stomach, guys. 
Yeah. I, I agree with you though, Robert, like the visuals of slow oh, motion. Yeah. Yeah. The music crazy. again oh. and then the and flare the and then he falls down onto his knees and he's, I mean, oh it was a great scene. It was a great scene. There's a bunch of like, I, I feel like I will. So we're kind of towards the end here. So like thinking back now, I, I feel like the movie, so many great scenes and I feel like all the scenes lived up to what I remembered a hundred percent. Like mm-hmm. they, they delivered on what I was thinking. They just, the entirety of the movie, I would not sit through this whole movie again. It was very long and <laughs> like, but, but individually so many great pieces. All right. Uh, Robert, what do you think? I thought, I thought, I mean, I agree with you guys. It's like the scene by scene is good when you look at it. At a whole, it kind of drags. But I think, I mean, I don't know. I kind of, at the end of this, I enjoyed watching it. And I wouldn't say I would never watch it again. Like, I would I oh. would potentially, I mean, not anytime soon, but, you know, in a couple years or so, if it's on. I mean, ah, yeah, cool. I might watch it. Maybe, well, hold on. Probably not the entirety. I'd probably like, I, oh, I that, that, that shower scene, like, that that fight in there cool and then maybe like yeah i'd probably like check in to scenes here and there anybody have any taglines damn i it. mean <laughs> and that's taglines everyone <laughs> <laughs> i uh i was gonna write some down i thought of some while i was watching it but then i forgot to write them down they mostly had they were mostly boner jokes about being rock hard <laughs> 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 you guys can you guys can fill in the rest. I feel, I feel like you can fill in the beat. You know what? The pe- the bits and pieces of jokes are laying all over the ground. You can just pick them up and put them together. Right, a little choose your own adventure. Yeah, exactly, like they're all around. They're kind of scattered about. You can pick them up. You know they're there. <laughs> I thought you might have had uh, one about Ishwood. About <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I would love to watch a spinoff just about Isherwood working at that Rhodes Motel. <laughs> working like Orkin or wherever he fucking goes to. I do, I do, I do have two. I have two facts though for the for the audience. So these are the two. These are some fun. Oh, maybe they're. Hopefully they're not the same. So this is one. Sean Connery insisted that the producers build him a cabin on Alcatraz because he didn't want to travel back and forth from the city every wow. day. So they built him a little cabin on the island, and he lived in it during shooting. Whoa! How long was shooting? I, I don't know. But I'm, I assume like two or three months. I would assume at least. Like, damn, that's pretty so, killer. So he like hung out. He just lived there because he was like, "I'm not gonna fucking go back and forth every day. <laughs> not going back to the rock. Welcome to the rock. You know, whatever. <laughs> Money printer, something like that." <laughs> And then also the other fact I have is that Quentin Tarantino and Aaron Sorkin are both uncredited contributors to the screenplay who are brought in to punch it up separately. Oh. Which is interesting, I think. So anyways, those are my facts. What do you got, Danny? Which was completely taken out once uh, Nick Cage got his hands on the script. Oh, my God. Zeus's butthole. Zeus's butthole. Jesus Christ. Uh, I have one because this is in memoriam. This is for Sean Connery. I don't know if anyone's noticed. Great. Let's go. This is all about Sean Connery. How did he feel about uh, domestic violence? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So this one, uh, Steven Seagal once broke Connery's wrist 
in a martial arts lesson during filming for Never Say Never Again. Hmm. Huh? Whoa, wait. Wait, Steven Seagal was like training Sean Connery and Never Say Never Again? I guess so. I don't even know if this is legit. This came off of some, some asshole's website. So it might be wrong. <laughs> was, it Steven, was it Steven Seagal's website? <laughs> <laughs> uh, then the last one I have was Sean Connery was offered a role in Lord of the Rings as Gandalf. But because oh. he didn't understand the script, he turned it down. And I guess CNN reported that he was offered up to 15% of the worldwide box office receipts, which would, would have netted him $400 million. Oh, Damn. God. Damn. That's probably why he died. He probably felt bad about that. You know what? Actually, wait. I have another one, too. He was also offered the role of Morpheus in The Matrix, which yes, he also, oh. by the way, turned down because he didn't understand the script. <laughs> when you say well, didn't understand, the rock like, <laughs> you, like genuinely, he's like, I, I got nothing here. I read through it, and it's all Greek to me. I don't know. He's what's all going like, on. once once he read the script, he's all like, money penner. <laughs> yeah, it's like the one problem. It doesn't mention anything about money pennies. So I, I don't know how I could be when, in this. Yeah, he's like, uh, sorry, uh, when does money penny? <laughs> <laughs> like. So he didn't understand in the sense of like, I don't get how this could be a movie you want to make or straight up. He's like, uh, dude, I don't think, no, I, I don't think he like, got, I think the idea was like, he didn't like, I think, you know, like they read scripts and it's like, I don't think he got the deal of it, you know, like whatever, yeah. like, he just didn't really like, okay. get it. But I mean, damn, between Lord of the Rings and The Matrix, that guy gave oh. away a billion. That guy fucking Isherwooded the shit out of those two. <laughs> yeah, my God. <laughs> All right, guys, I think that's it. Are we at the end? <laughs> We're at the I end. I think We're so. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> that was a great episode. Another strong one. I feel great about that. Um, yes. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, next week, uh, My Cousin Vinny, a classic. All right. I haven't seen that one in a long time. I'm looking forward to that one. Sweet. Oh, I feel yeah. like I have, I have fond memories of my Definitely. husband. Definitely. Yeah, Something about two youths. Two youths. Two youths. Yeah. Two youths. That's literally all I remember. Instinct grits. Something about instant grits. Oh, oh shit. Way. All right. We're going to go. All right. Okay, Guys, yeah. okay, we got to stop. <laughs> Danny, Robert, thank you again for a great episode. Thank Thanks, you, everybody, guys. for listening at home. We really appreciate it, as always. Uh, yeah, it's been real. Absolutely. Talk to everyone later. See you guys later. Talk to you guys later. Bye, buddies. Bye.